0: My guest today is Danielle Perlin Good. Danielle is the soul-aligned ghostwriter and an award-winning, best-selling author. She helps C-suite executives share their powerful legacies by unleashing their memoirs, self-help, personal growth, and leadership books so they can create massive impact and transform lives. Hi, Danielle. Thanks so much for being here today. Hi, Laura. Thank you so much for having me. I am so excited to have you on the show because not only do I just love the stuff that you do, but you you and i have worked closely together you are my book coach and so i'm just absolutely thrilled to have you on because i think a lot of the times people hear about you know books that you've authored and you know all just all about what goes into sort of marketing that but there's a lot that happens behind the scenes. So I'm really excited to have you on and share you with with the world. <laughs> Yay! Thank you so so much.
1: I appreciate that a lot. I really really love what I do. I love the journey that we went on together with your book guided. You were one of my first book coaching clients and I really really loved working with you so much so that I really started learning a lot more about spirituality and spirit guides and everything that you're about. That's one of the beautiful things about the industry that I'm in because of my journalism background as well. I've always been so fascinated by so many different people who come from different backgrounds, have different stories, have different views. And I find it so interesting to really be in that space with them and then take bits and pieces of their knowledge for my knowledge bank as a result.
0: Oh, that's really cool. I didn't know that. How fun to hear that I was able to help you along on that journey. It's so amazing because I feel for both you in your own personal way, this was definitely meant to happen, this relationship for you and I, and for me, same thing, to help me get my book across. I don't know if I ever told you that when you and I talked and I signed up to work with with you, I asked my grandmother for a sign that day that I did the right thing. I don't know if I ever told you this. No, you did not. Yes, and she delivered so no. many signs to me that day. I had so much confirmation from spirit to work with you. <laughs> yeah, it was so incredible. Wow. Like brought me to tears. The signs that I got from my grandma. So definitely divinely guided on so many levels. Oh, wait, what was one of the signs, Laura? That's amazing. Oh, goodness. Yes. So I shared a little bit about this on an episode that I just recorded about signs, funny enough. Now, my grandmother, when she passed away, she left some jewelry. So I had a necklace that had a star on it. And so I asked my grandma, you know, to show me a star. But instead, I reached in my pocket and I pulled out this silk leaf. They were hiking pants. So i had no recollection of putting it in there. And as soon as I pulled that leaf out, I knew it was from my grandmother. It brought me to tears because it was so overwhelmingly a confirmation for me. And then. Later that same day, I was helping my husband in the front yard. We were relandscaping and it was all dirt, except there was one leaf Mm. on the dirt. And I noticed it, but I didn't give it much thought until my younger daughter picked it up and brought it to me and said, Mom, this is for you. And so I was like, Oh my goodness, there's another leaf. The only leaf that was around that, you know, she picked up and and gave to me almost like if it were a flower, but it was a leaf. And then (laughs) on that same day, as we were working out front. My neighbor across the street was getting dropped off and they were talking, you know, before her friend drove away. But the only part of their conversation that I heard was one of them saying, tell Laura I said hi. Other than that, I didn't pick up anything else from their conversation. And I knew without a doubt in my intuition, in my gut, that that was my grandmother using that conversation to Tell me mm-hmm. hi and to send me a sign. So it was just like bam, bam, bam. And this was all in the same day, <laughs> all in oh, the same day. So, needless gosh. to say, I felt very good with moving forward. I mean, I felt that good already. Incredible. Oh, yeah. It was amazing. It was amazing. Thank so, you. I know. I can't believe I never told you that. That's no, so funny. You
1: didn't. <laughs> I love that. I love that. I, you know, it's so interesting <laughs> and funny because I feel like I can learn so many new things about somebody. Even if you know somebody or have known them for a long time and have that intimate relationship, because the thing is with what I do as a book coach and now a ghostwriter, I do become extremely intimate with my clients because they're telling me their most vulnerable stories. They have to be one with their emotions and they really have to be in tune with what they truly desire to have their audiences know about them and about their journey and their stories. I just love that. I love that you got all of those signs. I think that that's so incredible. Yeah, I'm such a fan. (laughs) And I really love the idea of, you know, looking for signs and understanding that the other day. I swear, and my husband doesn't understand this at at all, but you'll understand this. The other day, I didn't ask for a sign necessarily, but I had a lot on my mind. And I was home with my two children. And all of a sudden, I was in the kitchen, and I was making my son a snack. And the lights all went out for like 30 seconds. And it was sunny out. It wasn't raining. (laughs) We didn't touch. And my son and I just looked at each other and I was like, did you touch the lights? And he was like, no, mama, I promise. And I was like, that's weird. (laughs) And then they came back on. (laughs) I'm not joking. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and my husband was like, oh, it's probably something with the electricity. And I was like, mm, no, this has literally never happened before.
0: <laughs> so I think I know who I'm, it was. Do you know who it was? No, I don't. I think I know who it was. It was, I'm seeing the small petite woman with the brown colored hair. The one who passed, oh, I think you and I are oh, working together cousin. soon after. Yes, 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 right away. Yes. Yeah, Linda. Yeah, yeah. That's who I strongly feel. Yeah, I mean, oh gosh, and maybe it's so we can have this conversation now. I mean, wow, that's really neat. Yeah, yeah. I I love that. Thanks for telling me. Oh, of course. I want to go back to talking about when you had mentioned what it is that you help a client through as a book coach, because all those things that you mentioned that a writer needs to get in touch with to put their story onto paper, it is not easy. A lot of it you have to become pretty vulnerable about. And so the great thing about having a book coach, and I think what I want to segue into next is if you can maybe even explain what a book coach is, but the great thing about having a book coach is that you were there to help me dig deeper into those more vulnerable moments that would really connect better with the reader. I wouldn't have been able to do that or maybe willing to do that on my own, to be honest. But you helped me to do that. And it was very therapeutic. So I don't know if you want to share with the listener what a book coach even is. Absolutely.
1: I would love that. I think it's really important to note. And I don't have to get into the specific details of all of the different kinds of Editors and book coach versus ghostwriter. And I want to dabble into all of those, but we yeah. don't have to spend a ton of time because we can record like three podcast episodes. <laughs> 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 I believe it. <laughs> so, what I'll do is I'll separate it for book coaching with developmental editing versus ghostwriting. Cool. Perfect. So what I like to tell people is with book coaching, a lot of book coaches will offer developmental editing with their services. And that's what we did together. That's what we worked on. Because yes. what happens is we want to have those meetings. And the book coach serves also as an accountability coach to get Those pages done, right? And then we also serve, I believe, but a good book coach serves as somebody, especially with nonfiction, to really dig deep into what you actually want to share, right? So Mm -hmm. when you write a first draft of anything, and I've heard this over and over again from people, that when anybody writes a first draft of anything, it can be dull, it can be a little boring, it doesn't necessarily have the... Pizzazz that you want to have to draw in a reader, right? Mm -hmm. What a book coach does is ask you very deliberate and specific questions. And that's also what a developmental editor can do and suggest changes, right? So the combination of that serves a really wonderful purpose in that you can meet your deadlines. And you're able to craft your story in a way that makes sense to you and the reader and really, really dives deeply into your story. The other big factor with a book coach and a developmental editor is organization of content, right? So people will pay and people need, I believe, if you're not. A writer, and if you don't have a writing background, it's a lot more difficult to know how to organize all the information you have into a book. Yep. If you're not trained on that craft, if you're not a hundred percent sure on how the stories could flow together, that's what a book coach really, really helps with. That's what I've done with my book coaching relationships, where we say, okay, let's look at what an outline could look like. Let's look at all the different stories we brainstorm. Mm -hmm. So if you're listening to this, if somebody's listening and says, Oh, I have a book in me, I really want to write. One of the things that I have read a couple of things is one, start writing down moments in your life. This is something I do as well. So if you think of something, if something is meaningful to you, or you're having a meaningful moment with somebody, or you have an epiphany about something, you can just write that down. You can keep a journal. I have like, like an ink pad on my phone. I really like that because what happens is you start collecting those memories, right? Especially, again, if we're talking about nonfiction. And then if you are looking to share specific information with the reader about something that you're teaching, right? So that would be more personal growth or self-help book or a thought leadership. Then you kind of will know those lessons that you want to teach and then be able uh-huh. to go back to those moments and say, wow, which moments would really, work well with the lessons that I want to teach, right? There's a lot of different ways to go about that, but what it boils down to is having that trust and that loyalty, right? Trust is so important in a book coaching relationship. Like we both talked about with becoming vulnerable, you're not going to be vulnerable with somebody if you don't fully trust them and have the confidence that... You are sharing your story in confidence, right? So I think that that's really, really important to remember in entering this type of relationship and really partnership, right? Because you also want to make sure that your book coach is on the same page as you and doesn't have their own agenda. This will bring me to ghostwriting as well. I've talked to folks who have hired other book coaches and Mm -hmm. ghostwriters, Mm -hmm. and there are a lot of really, really great ghostwriters, really great book coaches in the world, But there are some who, for whatever reason, might have their own agenda and put in their own two cents of what should be in a book when they are not the experts on the subject matter. Our job is to not be the expert subject matter. Our job is to organize the content and to have that trust and credibility to help you with that. And then in terms of ghostwriting, for me... I started noticing that some of my developmental editing slash book coaching relationships were teetering on the fine line of becoming a ghostwriter for them. Mm -hmm, This mm -hmm. means that although they were putting in some amount of content, I was physically rewriting a lot of it. Mm -hmm. I was reorganizing I was putting examples, which by the way, book coaches and developmental editors should be doing some of that. But there is a fine line where once I said to myself, Gosh, I really wonder if I could become a ghostwriter. One day when I had a coaching call with my business coach at the time, and I am still working with her in a different capacity, and she's absolutely incredible. She has a habit of pushing people to be on their highest timeline, if that makes sense. She has always done that with me. And in this conversation, she asked me, why can't you become a ghostwriter? And I said, oh, I guess I could. (laughs) It's almost like I needed permission, right? And I'm a projector in human design, if any of your listeners are familiar. I am too.
0: Oh, you are. Very cool. I'm a splenic projector.
1: Yes. yeah Yeah. Mm-hmm. Same, same. How oh, so, funny. Really? Yes, oh, mm-hmm. wow. Yeah. Oh, So I need those invitations. I need that permission yep. to be asked. It's really interesting because although I like to say, you know, I march to the beat of my own drum and I like do my own thing. I've always been that way. Right. But... Those very slight invitations, those questions can serve as really beautiful, wonderful invitations to become your higher self. So really what a ghostwriter is, and I wrote this down too and I'll get to this as well, that I'm starting a new program Mm -hmm. for writers and editors who actually want to become ghostwriters. So we'll get into that. And I can tell you a little bit more if you're interested. Absolutely. (laughs) Let's share it. Awesome. Fantastic. So what is a ghostwriter, right? So ghostwriters have been around for decades and decades. The most recent viewing of a ghostwriter that people know about in pop culture today, which will still be relevant, you know, whenever the listener is going to listen to, this is Prince Harry's memoir, right? So there has been a lot of talk about, you know, who the ghostwriter was. There are ghostwriters for almost every celebrity. You just might not know it. Mm, I So why does somebody have a ghostwriter, right? Why would somebody hire a ghostwriter? Basically, a ghostwriter is and Merriam-Webster defines this, is to write for and in the name of another who is the credited author, okay? So my definition from that is to write with and to collaborate with an author in order to develop, integrate, and organize an author's stories into a flawless piece of art, that is my definition. In terms of the differences between a ghostwriter and then your book coach slash developmental editor, the ghostwriter does 80% of the actual writing and putting that content together. Now, I'll give you a couple of different examples from a couple of different clients. So sometimes if you're writing memoir and I don't have all of those stories, I have to get those stories from interviews. So I need their time for interviews. I need to know if I need to interview anybody else in their life. I need to know what media pieces they've been in. I need to know if mm-hmm. they've written anything themselves so I can learn their tone of voice and what they sound like in a piece of writing. So the ghostwriter does a lot more in terms of putting in that time and energy and effort into creating this piece of art, right? And then the book coach and developmental editor is still wow. super important. But that's closer to the 20%. And then the author spends about 80% of their time and energy. So what I boil it down to yeah. in terms of why somebody would hire a ghostwriter is where do you want to spend your time, energy, and money? Do you want to spend your time and energy writing the book and then spend less money mm-hmm. on the production of the book? Or... Do you want to have somebody else spend that time and energy because you don't have that time and energy to expend on learning the craft, on putting your thoughts together? You want to just be go, 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 send over your blog, send over your podcast, send over the materials that you have. And voila, the ghostwriter can create a book out of a lot of those materials along with questions along the way. So it's really, really fun for me. I really enjoy it. Really what it's about for me, what my why is, is the fact that there needs to be more female diverse authors on yeah. seller lists. Like that's really important to me. That is one of my main reasons why I love being a ghostwriter and a book coach, developmental editor, because I can help. People really make their dreams come true. We live in an age right now where anybody can publish their work. You know, I always joke. I'm like, sure, you can do everything yourself if you want to. You know, my son, who's four right now, can write his name on a piece of paper and I can upload it to KDP, to Amazon today. I can do a bestseller marketing campaign and he can be a bestselling author with his name on a sheet of paper, (laughs) right? (laughs) Yeah, right. But is that what you want? Is that what you want to be known for? Is that your best work? Is that what you want your potential clients, your future clients to see you as, right? And if you need that sidekick, if you need some help, you know, that's why I like to talk to people about what type of support they need. That's one of my first questions I always ask everybody. And I would also encourage your audience members, anybody listening, who wants to write a book and has said, oh, I've, I've been wanting to do this for years and years, I would ask yourself, what type of support do you feel you need to accomplish that goal? And that's really important to write about, to journal about, to ask for signs, right? From your guides and see what comes up. And then in terms of the spirituality aspect, because I know we wanted to talk about that. Yes. Yeah, so I did go on this Wild spiritual journey, you know, I'm Jewish, we've talked about that before with our heritage. Mm -hmm. I love being Jewish. Yeah, the same business coach who I mentioned earlier, a couple years ago, started a program for quantum energy healers to become certified. And it was a, I believe, 12-week program. And it was very, very intense. I really wanted to learn all of these things. I wanted to learn about pendulums. I wanted to learn about the chakra system. I wanted to learn about ancestral healing meditations and healing your higher self and becoming your higher self and healing your inner child and all of these different things that were very, very brand new ideas to me at the time, when I went through this program, and even beforehand, one of the reasons why I also felt that this would be really, really helpful for my clients. Yeah, surprisingly, or I guess not surprisingly, depending on how how you look at it, right? (laughs) (laughs) Right, right. (laughs) I actually I have like, 10 different Oracle card decks. Now I do card readings and healings and meditations for my high level clients as a part of my ghostwriting package, because I find again, that word vulnerability comes up for us, right? Because in order to really be vulnerable Um. and get to where you want to get to, it's so important to know what else is stirring in your brain. So I'll give you an example. I have one ghostwriting client right now who I did an Oracle card reading with her just a couple of weeks ago. And I pulled these cards and I was like, huh, that's so interesting. Like, I really don't know what these mean. I'm going to ask her. So on our next call, I ask her what they mean. And she tells me something that I had no idea what was happening. Yeah there's no way i could have known that this other aspect of her life was you know something was happening in her business and this other right, way. right when she shared that with me i said oh that makes a lot of sense those types of readings bring about more questions that then bring about more answers for what content needs to be in the book going on the spiritual journey I've also been able myself to help myself make really tough decisions. So I actually, actually, speaking of which, I there's there's a a lot of changes. I think it's from this uh, lunar eclipse last night that we had here. But lots of changes going on in (laughs) my life. It's absolutely nuts. I'm like, I just looked at a friend of mine's video who's an astrologer, and I was like, oh boy, my Venus is at you know this degree and and Taurus and this is <laughs> happening now and oi. oi, oi. I absolutely will not speak as an astrologer because I am nothing of the sort but I do find it incredibly fascinating and I have friends who do it and I find it so interesting and I also find that when I have had readings before which I was very privileged to do with a coaching program that I was a part of last year I was absolutely baffled at how accurate some of these things were and this person could point this out yeah. on a chart and had never met me in our lives. And it was absolutely incredible that they could gather yep. this much yep. information about how I work, how I function, how I process information, how my relationships are like everything, right? So, what all of this really has to do with is understanding yeah. where you come from and being able, again, to really be your higher self. I just absolutely love that.
0: I love that you brought up the developmental editing, because it's my understanding that not all book coaches do developmental edits, right? Correct. Mm-hmm.
1: That is absolutely correct. And that is something that you know I do offer when somebody wants that alone. But with a developmental edit, I always offer some amount of book coaching. So it's not just a relationship that we have over email or technology. It's a face-to-face relationship because even if it's over Zoom or on some other recording device, I find it so imperative to really have that connection with somebody because you're not necessarily going to open up with somebody if you don't previously have that openness and that connection, you know, and I have had, I'd say maybe a couple of people along the way who I've just Mm -hmm, done book coaching mm -hmm. for, and it can work very well in certain circumstances, especially if the writer has their own ideas mm-hmm. about what they want to put into the book. So that's really, really important. And they need to really know and understand what they're looking for. And what, again, it comes back to that support, right? And that's why I always ask, because I'm not going to tell somebody that, oh, I think that I can help you as a book coach when they're expressing to me their lack of time, their lack of energy, their lack of motivation to get this done. But they have no idea why they would hire a ghostwriter, for instance, right? So I kind of have to have that conversation in the very beginning to see what their mentality is about what support they need and Mm -hmm, how that mm -hmm. support will help them reach that ultimate goal of having that published manuscript, that published
0: book. Yeah, because one thing that I learned and thank goodness I had you was how much was actually involved in writing a book. Once you make that decision to, okay, Mm -hmm. I want to write a book then it's almost like the amount of information the different ways you can go it's it's actually very overwhelming then there's the whole like self publishing or do you query it's just like so you're like what what do i do so having a book coach was just so imperative for me to for somebody who's totally new to this industry i mean i'm i'm a nurse by, by occupation and so for me i was like Wait, what? Like, I, you know, it was just a wild, overwhelming experience. So, having you there with me was so important, so important that for anybody who, like you said, Danielle, has a book in them and they want to get it out, but they're just like, where in the world do I start? I just would hands down recommend hiring a book coach. And I would highly recommend one uh, to developmental edits. I got lucky, Danielle, because I didn't know about the different types of editing, like developmental edits versus proofreading versus whatever. I only just knew that eventually I would need somebody to edit <laughs> this thing. Yeah. So, oh my gosh, what a blessing that you and I connected and you happened to do those as part of what we discussed. Because I, I mean, hands down... I would highly recommend if anybody were to find any book coach that they connect with that if they do developmental edits, that's just going to save so much grief later in the process because, oh my gosh, it just gets overwhelming.
1: A hundred and ten percent. Absolutely. I like to say to I really like when book coaches are tough. Like I would want somebody to like my coaches, like I have coaches, right? I have a business coach. I have a mindset coach currently. I enjoy when they ask me tough questions. Right. And I think sometimes we get those signs and we get signs from like spirit guides as mm-hmm, well. Yeah. And we are able to meditate and really see ourselves and see what we're capable of. Sometimes we need somebody in the 3D to explain all of that to us, right? Oh, yeah. Yep right? And that's what a book coach and a developmental editor can do combined. And honestly, at traditional publishing companies, a lot of those books will go through multiple rounds of each type of edit, right? Because it takes a while Mm -hmm. for the book to really be exactly what it should be to not only sell, but sell the stories, right? Like whatever story is inside of it. It also depends on obviously like who it is, right? If it's somebody who has written a million books, and they're extremely popular, have a huge social media following. I mean, it doesn't have to be a great book, right? (laughs) And um, I'm sorry to say, it right? But um, I mean, if it is, it's even better for them because... Bonus. Yeah, then they'll sell (laughs) more books, right? And their reputation will stay intact, right? So I think that that's really, really good. I, I love what you said, too, about the idea of information overwhelm. And I find that with all of my clients, to be completely honest, whether it's with ghostwriting or book coaching or developmental editing, quite Mm -hmm. frankly, because people don't realize how much information there is and how much content they have. Like I'm working with one of my clients right now and she has been blogging for years. She's had a podcast for years. She knows her stuff. I have tons and tons of content. It is absolutely not a matter of content for me, but if somebody who didn't know how to organize a book came in with this amount of content, I could see that being so completely overwhelming, right? With like, oh my God, how do I even organize this into what I want to say? I think this is kind of my thesis, you know, it's like, you have to think. What was your thesis? What, you know, the five paragraph essay that we all learned growing up, right? But it's in book form yeah. and it's in stories. It's in storytelling. The other thing I would encourage your listeners to do is a lot of times dictation can be so, so amazingly helpful, an amazing tool. For instance, I went on a walk a couple weeks ago. Maybe it was last week. Gosh, I I can't remember. I don't even know what day it is today, Laura.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's just life right
1: now. You know, that's just life. (laughs) Totally. (laughs) And I was thinking in my office about like what I wanted to say on my website landing page for this new program that I'm starting. And um, my business coach afterwards was like, you got a divine download in 20 minutes i kid you not i had my basic website copy landing page from going on this walk and dictating it on my phone awesome just while i was walking don't discount the times that you have in the car or if you think of something right before bed or you're journaling one morning and something pops up for you in terms of what you want to write in this book. Like, those are all things that I would pay attention to. Dictation is just an amazing, incredible tool for people who aren't necessarily writers and don't necessarily know how to craft their story, but have ideas and want to share their ideas and start crafting that book, right? And in order to start something, I mean, you can't. What's what's? There's a phrase mm-hmm. that like you can't you can't edit a blank page, right? You can't do <laughs> anything with with. It. You can sit there. I mean, the mouse is clicking. You're thinking like a million thoughts. <laughs> you're like, oh my gosh, who am I to write a book? Right. And then you go spiral, right? And then you say to yourself, Wow, there is a million other books out there. Why Mm -hmm. should my idea matter? Mm -hmm. And I will tell you something. I will say, and this has been really helpful to my clients over the years as well. And I always say, there are a finite number of ideas in the world, right? Ideas recirculate. It's not about a new idea. It's about a new take on an idea. That's all it is, right? Mm -hmm. If we look at Danielle Laporte. Mm -hmm if we look at Gabby Bernstein, right? If you look at those two women and how powerful and spiritual they are, if you look at Marianne Williamson, right? A Return to Love, right? Mm-hmm. If you look at any of those women and those books, a lot of them are very similar in nature to the ideas that they discuss, but the stories that they experienced alone mm-hmm. are their own stories, Right. So it's like if you're in a room, yeah, we're here together right now recording this podcast, but I am having a very different experience than you are because you are you and I am me, right? Right. And that's kind of getting like very meta in in a way.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's what this podcast is about. It's okay. (laughs) (laughs) And it's really getting
1: down to those basic ideas, those core values, right? Those core basic values and ideas that we have as like a society and, you know, what people think. And then having your own unique take on how somebody can interpret that idea, right? So I think that that is so critical and so important Mm -hmm. to always remember when you get into that spiral Because I think a lot of us too, as women, I'm assuming a lot of your listeners are female. Am I correct? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So a lot of us have, and this includes me, this is something that I've been working on for years. And if we have, you know, these people pleasing mentalities, right? We were, you know, told to like sit this way, told to be a good girl, told stay pleased, told, you know, oh, don't play in the mud. Or maybe you did. I mean, I played in the mud, but not everybody did, right?
0: I played in the gutter.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, I can yeah. play in the mud. So, so <laughs> like, shoes yeah. off. Go get dirty. <laughs> Be one with the earth. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Takuno lam, right? Yeah, just don't eat, <laughs> don't eat it. Don't eat it. No, 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 no. Exactly. And I think that when we think back to those roots, and then when we think back to like, especially our ancestors, and this is getting a little bit more spiritual, but if you think about how your ancestors were treated, or if you have trauma in your ancestral line, that can really impact your mindset now on whether or not you're capable of writing this book, which is absolutely nuts to think about, that it goes back that far, but it wow, really yeah. can affect everything right. is something that I have found in my work. I, you know, I say yeah. I make clients cry frequently, not in a bad way, but because <laughs> they haven't realized this before. You know, and that's why I call myself the soul aligned ghostwriter mm-hmm. now because I really believe in that combination of being there for my clients Mm -hmm. in the way that they need me and incorporating those spiritual elements. They become assets to our journey together.
0: Oh, I love that. Yeah, it's a journey together. Definitely. Now, speaking of Soul Aligned Ghostwriter, you had mentioned that there's a program that you're putting out. Yes, thank you.
1: Yes, yes. So it's going to be starting in February 2023. I'm very excited about it. Very exciting. Yes. So this is going to be a certification program for writers and editors who want to become Soul Aligned Ghostwriters. So. I want to be able to certify those who are interested in learning my modalities, learning everything that I know, and the goal of the program is for them to not only learn everything and digest everything, but have their writing edited and critiqued by me and perhaps a couple other Individuals, I am in talks with a couple of people currently who are uh, very well known in the industry Uh who might be colleagues as well and teachers for some of these students. My goal is to make this a small, intimate course where. We have five to 10 people maximum, especially for this first beta round, so that we can really, really see what the needs are, what their questions are, and really help them fulfill this dream they have of becoming a ghostwriter. There are a couple of different reasons why I thought of this program. Number one is I have made my fair share of mistakes, right? We all have, but especially in this business model, right? I am not adverse to sharing or airing some of the mistakes I've made with contract negotiations, with lowballing my own self and not, you know, getting basically pennies for the amount of hours that I would put into projects. Right. Sure. And then also the positives and what I feel like I have done, what I've seen in the industry, what works, what doesn't work. And then including that mindfulness and meditations and understanding that that's a very integral part of becoming a soul line ghostwriter and knowing that. And the goal is for them to not only learn how to become a ghostwriter in this fashion, but also, like I said, get their Mm -hmm. work critiqued and have a pristine writing sample that's 15 to 20 pages. It will be a ghostwritten sample and they can use that. They will have a media kit at the end of our time together. They will be set up to take on their first client by the end of our time together. So my goal really is within six months of the program, they will make their money back twofold. So that is my goal. I want to help more people in this fashion. I just I think that there's a market for this. I'm in talks with several people who are extremely interested in having a chat and talking about the program. It is an application process, right? So The first thing that somebody will need to do is have a call with me so that I can see what their desires are and if they match with what I'm looking for in the program. So I think that it would be really great for anybody who has significant writing Mm -hmm. and or editing experience who is interested in moving into a ghostwriting role and creating that more lucrative income for themselves and their families. What
0: is the name of the program?
1: So it's going to be under the umbrella of the Soul Aligned Ghostwriting Academy.
0: Oh, I love it. Thank you. The saga. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, how wonderful. Now, do people start applying in February? No, actually, at the time of this recording, my web
1: designer is getting everything Uh up and running on my website. So I can actually send you that landing page. And from there, there are links on the landing page to book a call with me. And on that call link, there are a few questions just so that I know that the person is serious about wanting to explore this option for themselves. I'm really big advocate. Uh, nobody wasting time, right? So if somebody Mm -hmm, gets mm -hmm. on a call, and they're just not very interested, you know, I've had those experiences, a few and far between, I'd say in the last couple of years, because I've been able to vet people (laughs) a little bit more than I did when I first started, obviously. And that also will be part of the program, right? How to vet people before you spend your time oh, doing yeah. chats and sales calls with people who are clearly not interested in the service, right? And just want free materials, right? And that's yeah. why, you know, I'm starting a blog. I I have a few posts out right now. My goal is to have, you know, a biweekly blog and have that go into a monthly newsletter. And then that way, you know, people can get that free information if that's what they're looking for. And that's totally fine. And you know what, I sign up for emails all the time when I'm interested in learning a little bit about something. And I'm not sure I want to put two feet in the water. You know, I want to put like maybe one toe.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Right, exactly. So when do you plan to open up the academy? Yeah, absolutely. So I'm going to actually be
1: starting applications on November 21st in late November. So right after Thanksgiving, okay. I'm going to be starting to gather applications and it will be a $500 deposit for the program and there are payment plans for it. And we can chat about that and I'm happy to chat to any individual who's interested. Mm-hmm. And if you go to my website, the thesoulalignedghostwriter.com, there will be... A place called the Academy and the Header, and that's where you will be able to really dive in deep and see if it sounds like something that floats your boat, that you know you're being guided towards, yeah. and that you're getting signs towards doing, right? So that's something that I really want people to
0: who feel divinely guided towards this in their lives. Which makes sense because it's a soul aligned academy. Yes, (laughs) Daniel, this has been such a fun conversation, lots of great information. And I love that we get to hear it from somebody who's on that side of the book writing business. Just really appreciate you and your time. And I just want to thank you so much for being a guest on the show today.
1: Awesome. Thank you, Laura, for having me. I am so grateful to you. And I always love chatting with you. And I'm looking forward to continuing our relationship. So thank you. Me
0: too. It was so nice talking with you. It felt like we were back in the book coaching days with you. Yes, I know. <laughs> oh, so, yeah, so great. <laughs> that was another episode of a guided life podcast thank you so much for tuning in and until next time love and light always